Hi, Andrea. Hi, Claire. <laughs> Thank you. Nice very, to see you. Nice to see you too. Thank you very much for being in conversation with me today. Um, and um, I'm particularly pleased to be talking to you because you share something in common with my mum. So when my mum and dad got married, um, they got married in England, but they subsequently, when I was a baby, moved to Zambia. And they lived there for towards five, six years, something like this. And um, my mum used to refer to it as a neutral country, somewhere that my father and I could really establish, that my, my father and she could really establish themselves. And I just wonder what your take is in your family dynamic living in the UK. So, yeah, what you just said is quite similar with us. Um, I am a Romanian and my husband is Indian, um, as in he's from India, more specifically from Mumbai. Um, and we met on a ship, on a cruise ship. So neutrally speaking, the ship can say, we can say has been our neutral sea. <laughs> Um, and we both decided to move to England um, in 2018. So we've been knowing each other since 2014. And for a few years, we, we traveled um, and we worked on the cruise ship together. And we decided to move to England um, basically because it was a good country, um, <clears throat> sort of speak. We both speak English. Um, so uh, it would have been difficult for me to say, oh, let's move to Romania or let's move to Spain, where I used to live before. Um, so, yes. And not to mention that we work for a um, cruise liner, which was British cruise liner. So we were very much, uh, um, how to say it, we were very much familiar to come to England and live uh, in England for a few weeks, sometimes, sometimes days. We were staying in hotels. So we got familiarized with the with this country from from before mm. so we said why why don't like why don't we do this jump and let's just you know start a, a life on land as we say <laughs> we used to say on land <laughs> um and that was our neutral um land so first was the sea and then uh, we moved to england um, and yeah, and since 2018, we reside here in, um, more specifically, we just moved to Reading a few, few months back. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, yeah. Thank you. And, and would you say uh, a little bit more about it? Because, you know, when my parents talked about it, they said it, it made it an equal footing into, you know, my father's from Ghana, my mother's English. So traditions, religions, cultures were very different and yeah. living in a different environment, but of their choice facilitated yeah. them making the choices that worked for them. So have yeah. you done something similar or how how's your experience? So, yes, um, I'm going to start coming into the real picture <laughs> to say like that. So when me and Cash, we got my husband's name is Kasha, like like on the short, we call him Cash. So when we basically started the relationship, um, I was not aware about India, Indian culture, not even Indian food. Um, I didn't know uh, almost nothing apart from the fact where it's located on the map. <laughs> 
from geography lessons and I'm very serious. Like I've never had this, um, uh, I don't know, like uh, I never even thought of visiting India. I didn't have anything to, to do with their culture. And when we started to um, to we when we started to 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 have our relationship, um, and we were on the ship, um, he introduced me to kind of like Indian food, Indian culture, Indian music. Um, initially, I was quite um, reluctant because I was coming. Mm, I was reluctant from one point of view, like um, when you start traveling the world uh, and, you know, because you are cabin crew as well, um, you when at the beginning, at least that's what it happened to me. I was full of uh, stere stereotype, uh, stereotypes. I thought I know, oh, I know how this continent is. I know how this country is or I think I would like that country, but I would not like this country because of X, Y ideas. So when uh, when I when I initially started my relationship with Cash, he he introduced me to completely new world, and it was it was lucky from his point of view that I was kind of open even to try Indian food at the beginning, because a lot of people is like, oh no, I'm not trying it; it's too spicy, it's too much, it's too that. Um, so we started uh, dating, and I set up some conditions. <laughs> put it like that but it was our um how can i say it was our way of um saying what it matters for each other in both cultures because obviously mm -hmm. i'm i'm christian and uh cash is for instance a hindu so i wanted to make clear for him that for me it's very important this part of my life so um I am a religious person in the way that I am practicing my religion. Um, and and we discussed this from the very beginning of our relationship that if we are going to go serious, um, for instance, um, our children, if we will have children, which we did, <laughs> um, there will have to be uh, following Christian religion. And not because I had um, a bad idea about any other religion. It's just that uh, in my idea, I thought being a mother, holding nine months, the baby, you know, like I thought this would be very important for me and I wanted to bring, bring it forward. And uh, he agreed. He said, uh, yeah, I have no problem with this. Um, as long as obviously we respect our cultures, as Indian culture, our festivals, our, you know, like uh, celebrations. And I said, yeah, of course, like uh, we celebrate Diwali, we celebrate Holi. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, my first trip to India when it was in 2016, um, uh, we were there for almost two weeks and uh, I got there when it was Bali, <laughs> uh, sorry, Holi festival. And I loved it. Like... Uh, uh, for me, obviously, I took it as a celebration, and for them to see to see the country, the food, the aromas, the the colors, especially the colors in everything they do, for me it was a different universe, and that's exactly the word. It's a different universe, and I embraced it. Um, and yeah, that's how we kind of like uh, correlated with each other. Like we respect each other's differences which we find them in a way um, as uh, uh, sometimes you can find them challenging from what point of view, like mm, you might not understand them properly. And obviously you have to, to leave few times, uh, maybe one celebrate. But for me, Diwali, um, I thought is just a festival of lights, which is true, but for them it has a much deeper meaning. 
the same with us for Christmas. Like uh, their idea was just exchanging gifts. Then they understood that for us in Christianity, we are fasting <laughs> uh, like two months before Christmas, almost two months. Um, we are, um, you know, like uh, we are going to the church. Uh, we confess. Uh, we take the holy blessings. Like there are more to do um, than just buying the gifts and um, yeah we keep learning from each other and this we discussed it from the very beginning of our relationship um, like what can be different and what cannot be different and how we will discuss it when we will have issues uh, of like not understanding each other so yeah for, for us it's a matter of like respecting uh, the differences and in the same time living with them um and obviously we didn't get married straight away we wanted to understand are we gonna be able to do it like are we actually serious about everything and we did <laughs> um we did uh, in 2017 we got married um and i can't tell you that um there are the i keep discovering new things about his culture and he's keeping keep discovering new things about my culture uh, Food-wise, I can honestly tell you that I didn't have any idea what condiments were before meeting my husband. Like, I didn't know anything about condiments. <laughs> like, um, And I can't say I'm a great chef myself. Like, I'm not the best person to say I cook the best. But um, every time I was, even in Istanbul, when we were visiting the Grand Bazaar, everyone has been in Grand Bazaar. I was looking at all those condiments. I'm like, how these people are using them, where they are using them, what they are doing with them. <laughs> and um, it was so nice that when I entered the, his culture, I can say I make better masala tea than, than him, him. He said, oh my God, you are much better in, in doing masala tea than me. Or I do a, an amazing uh, lamb curry. Like, I didn't even know I will do all this kind of stuff. I'm, spe I'm speaking with you, uh, telling you that I didn't have a clue about nothing, like about nothing about India or what was uh, coriander or what was, uh, uh, I don't know, like any other ingredients that you would put in a, or a garam masala or I wouldn't even know what's that masala. <laughs> like It was, yes, for me, it was like learning the alphabet. And I can say, uh, probably at the beginning, it was, you know, the the, the fantasy and uh, it, it's a completely different universe altogether. And Cash, on the other side, obviously, he was thrilled because he had his own fears that me, I would not embrace his culture or I would not like certain things or how will I react to other things. And the fact that he saw that, uh, you know, I'm serious and not that I'm just serious, but I'm actually enjoying it. Um, for him, it was like, uh, you know, like he could breathe and he could relax that uh, things are going on the right direction for us. And uh, I can live in this kind of, uh, you know, in this kind of uh, culture of his. But obviously, uh, we both keep our identities. And I think this is so important, but I think it's important for any um, type of relationship that you have. I think being yourself an individual with your own things 
uh, and the other partner having to respect, you know, your 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 space, your time, your differences. I think that's the beauty of it. When you are too much alike, at least in what it concerns me, um, I wouldn't be. I don't know. I wouldn't be so. Um, fascinated to put it like that or and I know that the fascination can go very fast <laughs> but it's 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 um it's it's a line with which we maintain I keep learning from his culture he keeps learning from my culture we want to travel to both countries um as much as much as we can and explore as much as we can um I'm in love with India and um he he he's in love with Romania. Um, uh, we both say, oh, let's go to Romania when it's winter time and let's do some winter sports or whatever. And I say, okay, let's go to to India, let's go to Mumbai, let's go to Goa, let's go there. Like, I find Mumbai like the second New York. To be frank with you, it's it's I I didn't even think about that when I first went to Mumbai. I had a completely different image in my hand in my head. And when I got there and I saw, obviously, the society is divided on different on different castes, as they call it. But um, it was it was a surprisingly beautiful country, which I was mesmerized from the time I stepped in India until the time I left India. Like, I really loved it. And not because of my husband, I really love the country. And because otherwise I would have said to him, listen, I love you very much. But, you know, you can go to your country and, you know, explore as much as you want or see your family. But I will choose our holidays from now on, you know. It could have been like that. Like, you never know. And um, no, he, 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 we both, we are lucky in that respect that we both like our countries, you know. And obviously now living in England, uh, being such a neutral place. It's important for us as well because um, it makes us being more organized because as a family uh, where, where you consider having three homes, Romania, India and England, mm. you have to be more organized from the point of view of the money, from the point of view of the, uh, you know, like the holidays. Because obviously we both are working. Uh, you have to understand how much holiday you take to visit your country, how much holiday you take to visit the other country, or we do it in different years so we can have other holidays in between because obviously we can't spend our lives just visiting India and Romania, obviously. We love traveling, so we can't just do that. Um, but now having our uh, little daughter, um, it's it's obviously it it does require a much length a much more length of organization from financially speaking time speaking um and even you know like energy it's 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 different um but in the same time it's the best because probably we both have to adjust it's not like one would come to the other and say, oh, it's easier for you. You are in your own country. You speak your own language. You are next to your family. It's not so hard as it is for me. So in, we started on the same level. So from this point of view, it's it's fair play, as I, as I call it, you know. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's an on ongoing process. And it's going to be like that, I think, forever. And especially now that we have our daughter, we have to you know, uh, 
keep uh, keep entertaining her and explaining her and educating her and um she she will have to know from both cultures and i think that's the beauty of it myself i am 100% sure that i will probably learn much more about his culture his language and other stuff when i'm going to start or he's going to start showing our daughter um because i'm sure <laughs> i haven't I haven't had the not even the time um, to to realize the big picture uh, of of things. So, yeah, <laughs> how was it for you? Like, uh, what did your parents say about all all their you know them living in 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 England? Because um, for you, obviously, you 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 were born in England, but how was for them? Like, what did they say? Like, it was easier, right? Because they started from the same from the same level when they lived in Zambia when or when they lived in in Zambia yes yes yeah, they, they definitely found that and they shared exactly what you've said about it not being one family having leverage over the other you know when exactly. you said both of you share yes neither family being there so um you know they and in in my parents case they lived several years in England before they went to Zambia so they already yeah. had a sense um of challenges I suppose arising um and then so when they went to Zambia they found it instantly easier and especially as they were starting a family I was already born and siblings followed so I yeah. think in the family raising side of things um it made it a lot easier so when they did come back to English England I think they were very established as a couple yes. in who they yeah. declared they were so that everybody else followed them or accepted them as they were rather than them being pulled because yeah. society or people were telling them how to be or anything like that. Oh, yes, we know. And there mm. are certain other things that I haven't touched and they just came to my mind. Mm. There are advantages and disadvantages because living in a neutral country to put it like that um obviously we don't have our parents here grandparents for 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 theodora for our daughter so it's not the same um like you know saying oh it's sunday let's go and have uh, lunch with uh, you know my mom and dad or let's have um, uh you know like let's go for shopping for christmas uh, together obviously you can do that if you travel to the countries or if they travel here to england um but there are uh yeah there are advantages and disadvantages and um uh in time you kind of learn how to um how to appreciate what you actually have because um if if cash and i would have um obviously said okay now that we have the child we have to decide one of us has to you know quit this idea and let's go back to romania let's say or let's go back to india um but with none of us like we said you know like we took um, <laughs> the bull by the horn as i like to say it and uh, we said okay well if we want to extend our family and have a child we have to be realistic that the child will have to grow here with us and um the from from other from other aspects you know um i can 
sometimes look at my uh, friends that are from Britain and they they are saying, oh my God, you know, I appreciate you so much because it's not easy to be so far away from your family. But when you think that you kind of like build a life um, and, you know, nobody is stopping us to travel. And for me, traveling to Romania or even to India, um, as much as Romania is what, four hours away and India is nine and a half hours, we don't have these differences. Like when we, one of us, we want to go to any of the countries, we go, yes, like financially can be an implication there. But we never say, oh, your country is closer or your your country is much, you know, like farther away and the costs and that and that. We kind of try to um, understand each other from this point of view and understand the importance of seeing our family. And for Teodora, now that she grows up, to understand both cultures. And I am so excited. How will she come and see and perceive the two cultures from her small eyes as a child and what she will like. Like, for instance, I'm cooking for her Romanian food as I'm cooking Indian food. And it's like, for me, if anyone would have told me, what, ten more than 10 years ago, oh my God, you're going to do that? I, I would barely know how to cook Romanian, Claire. Want to know how to cook Indian as well as for my child, you know? like mm, it's 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 something which um we we kind of obviously i'm not gonna deny there are disadvantages from this point of view but in the same time we we count our blessings as well you know and understand that nobody's keeping us here for by force or whatever and and for instance for our daughter this is gonna be this is called home she was born here so <laughs> Mm. For her home, imagine it's gonna be a little bit of generationally speaking, it's gonna be much different for her than it's for us. And I um we have very good family friends that they are in their 50s, 60s, and their children were born here while their parents are still dragged by their own countries. Um, and you know, their heart is still back home, to put it like that, and they say, you know, like we want once we retire we want to move so i keep thinking if, even i'm just in my late 30s but i still i keep i keep um, thinking with with my husband with cash what we will do where we will be and my heart as a mom has uh, is saying that i'm going to be where my daughter is or where my daughter needs me you know but you never know and it's so it's so exciting in the same time because I am always open. <laughs> you know, I'm always open to be somewhere, be, be here, be in Romania, be as long as you are happy where you are. That's the most important. Um, but yeah, um, there are, I will always, I will admit there are advantages and disadvantages. You just need to count your blessings, definitely. Mm. <laughs> and how, how do your in-laws uh, not but just your in-laws but how do your respective parents feel and cousins or whoever's involved how do your respective families feel about you living in England well for them it's like um it's like by default because when me and Cash we uh started the relationship 
we were still working on the ships. Um, and when we were ending our contracts, um, we were both going um, to our countries, but we were spending uh, a lot of time in either country or either he was coming to Romania or I was going to India or I was or we were traveling somewhere in between, which was Dubai. Many times we've, we've been in Dubai. Um, and they kind of know how it, how hard it was at that time because to process the visas and the waiting time and obviously the expense as well because every time you're traveling, you had to, especially if we were in Dubai or um, Turkey or whatever, you had to obviously pay hotels or Airbnb. So they knew how much struggle we were going. So they are kind of like they have peace of mind now that we are settled and you know we have a normal lifestyle which we always wanted um people who have not had a lifestyle to say to be at sea and then myself i was also working as cabin crew like people are laughing my my very close friends they they are laughing and they say so you worked at the, on the water you were at sea and then you were in the air <laughs> what is next submarine where you gonna go you know um so people understand that when you are so much on the go on the move um you need you need stability and you need your your ground under your feet a lot of people don't understand this aspect and now that we finally have this for a few years already um we kind of that, that that's why we extended our family to put it like that because we kind of settled mentally, uh, physically. Um, I am still struggling a little bit with uh, weather, um, but you know, I go on city breaks. I I find I find things you know like to to bring my uh, myself to to sunshine. <laughs> but I'm also lucky. Um, because Reading, you know, Reading it's quite it's good weather compared with other parts of England, but it's I, I'm still struggling compared with the med, to put it like that. Um yeah, especially if you've lived in Spain. Yes, it's uncomparable. <laughs> Weather-wise. Um Weather and, that, and actually that prompts another question for me. How has living in England kind of shaped or helped or not helped your experience as a couple you know it, clearly you have your family's support clearly you have each other's support how has England served you well for us as a couple because we were constantly on the go it was uh, uh the moment when we settled that's when we started to um you know to basically see ourselves truly like um because when you worked when when you live so much on the go you don't understand exactly how is to live with someone 24/7 in the house is he taking the garbage is he cleaning the house is he uh, leaving his towel uh, somewhere is he draw, uh, like throwing his clothes uh, stuff like that which at the beginning you know you you don't you don't you don't have um you don't have uh, this kind of um interaction to put it like that because you only see the nice stuff the good mm. stuff you're obviously living in hotels 
or going to your uh, parents' house or whatever, you are still spoiled, you know. So living in England for us, it was like showing uh, showing ourselves how we are uh, truly, you know, mm. how true, mm. how we how um, how can how is our day to day life uh, without being. Um, spoiled by any luxury uh, any cabin steward or any you know like and just living a normal life and sometimes we had struggles because he never knew I was such a disaster or master disaster in the kitchen <laughs> so his second trip to India was kind of like mom can you please show me what's um, like the basic of our Indian food, at least, you know, just teach Andrea a few things and then know my for myself as well. And that's how I started to learn because he asked his mom for like four or five basic things. He then uh, taught me <laughs> and then I, from there I started. So yeah, you, um, we, we, we met uh, each other, uh, like we kind of, know each other very well from 2018 <laughs> to put it like that you know yeah um, although we were married from 2017 you can't say you know each other until you don't literally live with that person 24 7 and england offered that to mm. us for the stability to know each other to understand each other what is going to the groceries what is cooking what is doing the cleaning what is you know normal things which people mm. They do it uh, automatically, but for others, yeah, we started differently. <laughs> mm. yeah. And <laughs> England said to be a very tolerant country, you know. Very. Uh, yeah. And is that your experience? Yes, I never, I, I personally never had any issues with um, problems of, I don't know, racism. At least myself, yeah. If Cash would have uh, decided uh, with myself, let's go and move to Romania, it would have been an impediment from the point of view of the language, because in Romania, you do have to speak Romanian. Um, people now will say, well, in multinationals, um, it's accepted if you only know English. But in the day-to-day -day life, because you don't work 24-7, you do need Romanian. Mm. And it would have been... Uh, unfair from my side to cut his wings to put it like that and um, not you know like not let him develop to his fully potential in a country like England and, and tell him no you come to my country because I feel much more comfortable to be in my country if you want to be with me then you have to come to my country <laughs> so no I thought it was a selfish way of thinking um and uh, from this point of view, none of us we had any issues. And in Romania, for 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 my husband, it's very important the food. <laughs> I'll say that. I think for any man, but especially for I saw for Indian people, their food is very important. And in Romania, you don't have such a big choice of Indian restaurants, Indian shops, Indian. Uh, you know, not even to go and buy some condiments. You do have ways of getting them online and stuff like that. But uh, in Bucharest, uh, the capital, um, you do have few restaurants, but nothing compared with England, where maybe in Bucharest, I don't know if you have 10, 20 restaurants. I'm not sure if there are so many, because I haven't been in a while. 
but it's uncomparable with England where you have a full street of restaurants and here you have Persian restaurant, here you have Afghani, here you have Indian, here you have Pakistani. There are so many choices. You don't have so many choices. And I'll be frank with you, when Cash visited Romania in 2016, first time, uh, a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, we, we went to eat in uh, Indian restaurants as well, but uh, in Constanza, which is my hometown, which is the seaside of Romania, at that time, we only had one restaurant, one Indian restaurant. And obviously, we couldn't go there every day. So we were going to Lebanese restaurants, we were going to Turkish restaurants, we were going to Greek restaurants, Romanian restaurants as well. But to be more or less close to his to his culture and to his food and you know, uh, to have a condimented food, to put it mm. like that, to go to this type of uh, restaurants. And he loved it. I'm not saying like he he didn't suffer. <laughs> like, oh, I don't have my Indian food. I suffer. He loves Romanian food. Um, and he loves Lebanese food, Turkish food. He is not like he did. He suffered. But obviously on the wrong, long run, um, I don't know if he, I, I don't know if he would manage, but I do have a very good friend of mine and she's married with an Indian and they live in Bucharest and uh, they cook a lot Indian food at home. And I know from her that they are ordering a lot of spices online. Um, they, they cook a lot at home. Um, I'll be frank with you. I like to cook at home, but I have, um, we also have, we, we used to have a very busy lifestyle as well. And, uh, we did go a lot to eat in the restaurants as well. And for us, it's like, um, it was, uh, and it still is, I can't say. Oh, we don't do it as much as before because uh, now we have our our, our little uh, daughter that I I have to cook at home and, you know, it's different. But it's, it's much more easier, even for me, um, to find Romanian restaurants here in, and for Cash to find his culture away from home. He has his small India in in South Hall. Every time we go to South Hall, I don't know if you heard about South Hall. Um, so every time I, I tell Cash, listen, I'm in the mood to eat like authentic Indian food. Let's go to South Hall. <laughs> so he's even, you know, laughing. He's like, are you serious? I, I'm like, yeah, I want to go to South Hall. <laughs> Excellent. You really feel like in India there. Mm. <laughs> and you can't say that about Romania. You can't go somewhere and say, okay, let's let's feel like in India. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> and, yeah. and and you you refer regularly to your daughter. How do you feel um about I mean and you talked about three homes. So she's going to enhance the, the English home, isn't she? Because she may very much feel like a Brit. You know, because uh, exactly. her her peers, her friends will influence yeah. her and things like that. Um, yeah. And you know, um, her language will be shaped by them. So many things. How how I know that's looking. She's a a mere little one at this time. But how do you feel looking forward about things like that, Claire? I don't have an answer for that. I swear. I keep asking myself how it's going to be. Um, and I don't have an answer. I just, you know, I pray. The only thing which for me doesn't matter, you are Romanian, you are Indian, you are English, you are 
whatever it doesn't matter for me it's ma what matters for me is that i uh for i educate my daughter in a way where she can make a difference if, in between a good person and a bad person um a good influence and a bad influence um i will not me and cash we cannot be with her 24 7 uh, we will not be able to to protect her um 24 7 um and for me i think that uh england has so much potential when it comes to education compared with other countries like there are some of the best universities in the world here um so we have to take this part of you know advantages but up to university time i the only thing which i want her to understand is that um uh is to know what respect is uh to know that respect you have to gain it it doesn't come with nationality it's uh you don't respect the, the one that you know someone just because it's a certain nationality no you respect someone because the, anyone deserves respect up to the point when god forbid something happens and you know they lose or you lose their trust or your trust in them um but i think that the most important thing that we have to teach her is to understand what respect is what uh education is um uh, and that her opinion counts you know and her voice counts and she needs to uh you know not be afraid to express herself as long as she is uh civilized as long as she keeps you know like respecting the other person this is this this stuff i want her to know mm. um and i want her to travel as much as possible because myself as much education as my 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 mom has given me i have a second degree in education from the point of view that I traveled. I was full of stereotypes before and I was telling you, I thought I knew, but you actually don't until you don't travel and you see. And because we have this, um, I don't know, mass media is doing a lot of harm, I think, because they are picturing certain countries in a certain way. And then you go to those countries. And I experienced that from myself when I lived in Spain, for instance. Um, I called some of my friends from Spain back to Romania. And they were like constantly from the time they reached Romania, they were constantly, oh, my God, is this Romania? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is Romania. And, and uh, at that time, I realized how harmful it is I don't know, mass media, social media, you have to go and travel and 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 explore as much as you can, read as much as you can. Um, doesn't matter if you read from a Kindle or from a book, read. I think it's so important for your education because when you read and you develop your knowledge and you can, you know, you, you have a certain, you, you, you know about different things, you don't take for granted what the other person says. You have your own process of conscience and you can you can think for yourself and then you can draw your own conclusion without having to following someone or thinking someone is a leader and you are having to follow. That's what I want my daughter to doesn't matter if she lives in England or in Spain or in Romania. Or, I think it's more important for, for her. It's, it's going to be important education and respect and how 
she treats others, how she treats us, the parents, how we treat her. <laughs> because, yeah, and now with her having a daughter, I'm teaching myself how to behave because we think that they are small and they don't understand. It's not like that. I talk with her like a, a normal human being, like an adult, not an adult, but someone who understands. Because that deep down in her, in her subconscious, she does understand. And we put brick by brick in their, you know, in their subconscious mind, conscious mind or whatever. And that's how you plant, or at least that's how I think I'm going to plant the seed of like, you know, like her knowing about her surroundings and understanding her surroundings and yeah, and, and teaching her um, how to engage social life, like taking her out. Uh, it's not just this taking the child to the nursery. No, take the child everywhere with you. They will understand better. And I hear friends telling me, like, I just gave birth and me, what, six days after I gave birth, I was, I was telling my husband, come on, let's go. I need a coffee. <laughs> you know, we, we went out from the first week and even my mother, you know, all generation, different generation, they were like, oh my God, where are you going? You, you just gave birth. And I'm like, so what? I'm not handicapped. I just gave birth. <laughs> it's so funny to see these, um, how you call it these uh, ways of thinking the limitations that we ourselves impose upon ourselves and i just go with the flow and to answer your question like how you see your daughter i don't know maybe maybe at 10 years old she wants to go and study in malaysia i don't know I don't know, you know, like, mom, I want to study acrobatics. I want to go to China. I don't know. Of course, I will have uh, my heart like this. But I don't want to interfere in, um, no, I want to interfere in her life up to the point where I can and I can establish an education and I can establish a, uh, and I have the certainty that she will become an adult that can decide for herself and can do the right choices for herself based on the right criteria. But I don't want to be that type of mother that, or us as parents that we keep grabbing her and hold her from leaving her own destiny, to put it like that, you know. And I take this example, I think, from my mother that she told me, you know what, fly as high as you want or wherever you want. And she could have been selfish and say to me no you stay in Romania stay next to me <laughs> yeah I, I don't I, I don't have an answer how I will do this I'm just I'm trying to educate myself but I'm also trying not to raise my daughter based on just books sometimes you do have an intuition as a mother and uh, I think that the 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 intuition and the the correct you have a sense a vibe of how to do things and i want her to understand that i want her to you know um they used to teach us in cabin crew uh how do you know when a, per a person is being you know trafficked in the aircraft you don't know is your gut feeling telling you and this is what i want to make her understand in life like 
trust your your feelings, trust your gut feeling, trust your intuition, trust your opinion, trust yourself. Self-confidence is so important. Um, and this is what I want to teach her. Self-respect, self-confidence, um, the, the, the power of the knowledge, uh, the education. Um, you know, these things, they will go far away no matter what country you are. It, uh, it doesn't matter where you are. I think it's so important to be a respectable person, a decent person with good values, no matter where you go. Mm. And that's how I was, because my mom was not next to me 24-7. She wasn't next to me in Spain. She wasn't next to me in England. <laughs> that's what it matters. And I hope, I hope I, 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 I will be able to do that somehow, me and my husband, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I might I might remind you as the years go by. <laughs> oh, please do it. I'm when joking. I'll be like, Claire, she's not doing what I'm telling her to do. <laughs> yes. No, I am certain I'll have my challenges. She's my child. Oh, I gave my mom a few challenges. One of them was marrying an Indian. <laughs> she wasn't expecting that like she like I wasn't expecting that what to ask from my mom you know but see how life takes you like yeah. and what being uh open to different things in life where it takes you uh, but I haven't done these choices based on um nothing but feelings Mm. And I haven't based, oh, if I choose that, I'm going to be there and I'm, I can't. It's too complicated. Mm. Uh, I can't leave my feelings based on mathematics. I've never done that. I I will never be able to. Um, and you know what? Um, God forbid, if things would not work out, let's say in five years, 10 years, 20, God forbid, I'm not regretting. I've done what I felt. I will do, you know, like, and that's so important. I'm not saying people will, will, don't have regrets or I don't have regrets, but not in this aspect. Mm. I've done exactly what I wanted to do. Mm. And I still try and push this from me. It's, mm. it's hard. It's hard. In today's society, it's harder than was 10 15 years ago or maybe because I was younger, I wasn't conscious I wasn't so conscious about my consequences or my or well, I don't know obviously when you are younger you are more courageous to put it like that or uh, yeah to put mm. it like in mm. a nice word <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. know um you, you're giving examples from um being cabin crew in the air so you know when they say um make sure if there's a situation put the mask on your face before you put the mask on your child how, how do you explore you do have a love of traveling you you touched upon the idea that you might even explore moving to another country how mm. how do you look at the future and consider that possibility and the needs of you and cash obviously bearing in mind the needs of your daughter but without you know remembering if it works for you it will work for your daughter how do you how do you entertain that idea of you you know because I think for a lot of families it's tempting to put the child first and then 
make your decision second, but but you're sharing that you've often done the things that are important to you, that matter to you, that you want to do. And in the heart of all of that, your daughter will be well taken care of. How do you consider your future in ensuring that you and Cash fulfill on what you're out to do and take care of your daughter? So basically we are in our late 30s. Um, so we still have like literally, like realistically speaking, we have like 15, 20 years maybe until we we retire. Um, I don't really know if we will keep um, living in England for all this dur- duration or if uh, there are any career prospects um, for any of us. Uh, of course, Theodora will have to follow in a way or the other um, because if you think realistically um she will be best with her parents i don't believe in i'm going to leave my daughter uh with uh i don't know a babysitter for so long obviously you have to do that with childminder or whatever but it's one thing to be a few hours and it's another thing to to be away from home for so long and then to go and come back to your to your child, I think that will be so det- detrimental for them because they are at a certain age where they will take that as abandon. And talking about cabin crew jobs, I had colleagues which they were struggling with their children because of the job, because they were going for like three, four days or more than a week sometimes. And uh, there were ch- the children at a certain age when they were understanding this as an abandon. Um, or over Christmas or over Easter, the mommy was never there because she was having to fly. Um, so because I've seen and I've heard these situations um, and also myself, I was being uh, brought up by my grandparents. My parents were always on the go. And um, um, in a way, it did impact uh, my life. So I think, yes. There are advantages and disadvantages on both sides from the fact uh, that if you take, you remove your child from their habitat, from their natural habitat, like let's say nursery, they have their friends there and their teacher and whatever. But at the end of the day, I think the most important thing for the child is to be with with their parents up to a certain age. Then I think you can play a little bit. But for the first seven years, I think it's very important for the children to have this closeness with their parents, no matter what and where you go. Not sure what where we will be, but in any equation that I would have, she will have to come up after us or with us. Um, there is no possibility for us to even say, oh, I will leave her in Romania or I will leave her in India. For me, I can't, like, I have to go back to work because I'm during maternity now and I have uh, nightmares thinking, how am I going to survive without her for a few hours? Before, I didn't understand this concept at all. I didn't understand. I was rolling my eyes. (laughs) You don't. There are certain things which you do not understand until you leave them, sorry until life makes you live it. And more than that, life kind of pays you back. Like, you remember what you used to say? Here is a situation, live it. <laughs> so you don't judge next time, you know? And that's exactly what happens to me right now. 
I would not be able to think, oh, I'm going to go a month or two months or whatever. I'm going to go somewhere without my daughter. It's going to, it, it, I am thinking from her perspective, her mommy not to be there. And I'm already having an anxiety feeling in my body, thinking mm. about her. I started reading a lot of psychology, self-development, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but if you think from a rational point of view, leaving aside the books, the theory, because there is a lot of theory, and just leaving it, you'll understand it. You know, uh, you'll understand and you will be able to correlate your um your feelings your in living those moments and reading them and you'll be like oh my god that's exactly what i feel you know mm. i can't uh, so whatever we will decide she has to come with us uh, at least for the first years of her life 7 10 years of her life she will have to come with us um and you know why it's, i find it important before that i used to tell you that oh i want to teach my daughter how to select her friends how she will be able to distinguish which is a good, bad, bad, bad. And you can't do that if you're not there. Mm. You can't. And you can't create that connection between you and your child. You can't if you are not there, you mm. know. And, um, yeah, and I don't believe in this. There are, you know, there are uh, there are ways of, thinking oh I can you know I can offer my child the best things in this world the best I don't know best clothes best holidays best everything to cover up of your absence Mm. they need love they need attachment they need Mm. you there they need you it's it's interesting you're reminding me again of my mum because when uh, I was around that five, six age group, uh, the schooling at that time was such that they could, the primary school in Zambia, it will be a different situation now, but this is so many years ago, but their thinking at the time was the primary school is fantastic, secondary school they weren't so confident about. So lots of people were recommending that I go to boarding school in England. And my mum just looked at my kind of personality and said, I don't think Claire will do well in a boarding school environment. So I often feel my parents very and very much put their children first, you know, um, in returning to the UK. My father had a fantastic career ahead of him in Zambia. And my mother had a was working and had a life that she was very fulfilled in. And I wouldn't say they didn't accommodate and adapt to their life back in England. But I wouldn't say my father was ever going to have the potential that he had had there. So mm-hmm. in their case, I, I I, do feel they put their children first mm-hmm. um, in their choosing to, to return to England. I'm sure we were very much at the forefront um, of, of that decision. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, but... I do know that you entertain the idea from what you've said of living abroad, you know, and going somewhere new. And so in which case your daughter would come with you, obviously. (laughs) Well, as you said, and I had the same experience with my mother, you know, like um, 
my parents were divorced I'll just put it like that and um, when that, that happened obviously my mom took full custody of me and because of it as you said she had a very big career in front of her life she could have been established in Germany in US in in like even in England, I remember Austria, I knew, I knew she had a, a very good contract. She couldn't because um, it was a matter of staying with me and uh, staying in Romania in the opera house in Romania because um, um, she was a ballerina, I'd like to put it like that, uh, or going abroad and being a ballerina abroad and do her career, make a name and everything and forget about the fact that I was, you know like in a in a certain age time because I was like eight years old uh, that I needed I needed support from this point of view I needed my mom there she couldn't leave me with my granny anymore uh, because grandparents is is I love my grandparents too uh, they are uh, they are both deceased but I had the best childhood ever because of my grandparents as well as of course of my parents but that they were coming back and spoil me so much but it's important to have that connection and my mom thank god she understood that um and even today the connection that i have with her apart from the fact that she's my mom but she's my best friend she i can trust her from like because we have this connection from very young age i can trust her not because she's my mother only but because i know her as a human being i know her as a person i know her process of thinking i know how she reacts i know what uh what things are important in life and on what she's basing uh her um her decisions so when i come with a problem to her or i'm having a question mark in my head and I expose her mom this is the situation I I really don't understand why I'm in this situation and how am I supposed to react and blah 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 but the fact then she's you know like she is the best person that she will sit down with me and she will make things like um so easy to understand because she's very she's very clear and she's very wise more than clear she's a very one of the wisest people i know and um this has like this connection i'm 38 yeah this has happened since very young age if my mom would have come back to my life when i was 14 15 i can give in writing this wouldn't have happened she wouldn't have this weight on me on the way she thinks like I wouldn't trust the process because as much as you are my mom, you need to you need to prove it mm. <laughs> that I can mm. that I can open up to you and why I can open up to you and what can you tell me about it and and yeah, as you said, um, when you decide to be a parent, I think you have to be aware that you as a person you come second. Uh, you need to be realistic about that. If you are able to, I'm not saying there are parents that they are still considering them. They are. Everyone is unique and they can be unique and there is their choice and their right. But I think that we need to, we need to put our children first. Definitely. Mm. 
Thank you. And when <laughs> when you um, look at your own life for a minute, mm -hmm. um, are there things that you feel you miss out on? Not not from having a child, not from that mm -hmm. perspective, from yeah. the perspective of the countries of the you know um, uh, and and I I what I mean is um, you love your mum, you're very close to your mum. She lives in Romania still. You're very close now to Cash's family. They live in India. Um, you were you had a very close involvement with your grandparents while they were alive, while you were growing up. Yeah. So when you look at your life now, how do you juggle that kind of relationship with all that's working? Because you talked about the advantages and disadvantages with the things that you sometimes feel you miss out on. You do miss out. Mm, you have to be. I'm a realistic person. <laughs> I like uh, as much as I uh, I am positive, but I'm realistic in the same time. Um, um, I'm trying to um, <laughs> you laugh. A lot of uh, times, I I'm counting my money uh, in trips. <laughs> I like, I like it. <laughs> I'm counting like let's say sometimes I'm like oh I'm gonna buy this oh how much is it oh my god no this is like a flight ticket <laughs> you know before I wasn't so much but now I became like that um and thank god we live in an era where we have social media and we have uh we have the plane you know and right there and we can you can grab it anytime yes Sometimes, you know, maybe you don't travel BA <laughs> all the time, <laughs> but <laughs> there are other uh, airlines that you can afford as well. So what I'm trying to say is that um, we live, yeah, social media is helping a lot with this uh, connection and not to miss out so much. But there are moments uh, when I cannot be at home for Christmas or for Easter with my with my family or cash with his family. And and I'm curious about something else. So yeah. one of the things about you, you've shared specifically about your mother's wisdom, handing it down to you. Um, yeah, but well. listen, <laughs> but in all seriousness, listening to you in today's conversation, you, you are imparting a lot of your wisdom from your own experience, from your own thought processes and so on, which I'm sure you're going to hand down to your daughter. Um, Hopefully. So. I, yeah, some of it. And I know you have it in your vision, in your plan to have a YouTube channel or something like that. And mm. it, what's that about? Is that connected to this wisdom that you generally? No, no. well, um I, I want to open my own TV channel, uh, YouTube channel, sorry. Uh, who knows? <laughs> Why did I say that? Um, I do want to open it, but um, it will be on, on teams, on, on different teams. Like I don't have a, a, a specific niche to say it like that. Like uh, can be traveling, um, can be education, can be fashion, can be language, can be living in a different country uh, so many topics I, I i i wouldn't i think um i wouldn't know how because uh i am a little bit more static now that i used to be so obviously um to do a niche it's a little bit harder and um if you are not uh, very 
how can I say, if you are not uh, very uh, good on that domain to do episode one, two, three, four, I think um, obviously it's, it's hard. So um, the only reason I would do it is because I love communicate, communicating with people. Um, I would love to have a community of people that are alike. Um, to share ideas, you know, like, um, because I do see social media in a positive way, um, as much as you can take it as a positive way, you can extend your circle of friends to the online as well. And uh, sometimes, you know, you, this is an opportunity, why not? Because if you are in, um, maybe you are in a small city or in a small village or somewhere and you know there are not so many people like you and then you find someone that um, on social media that uh, it's uh, sharing same beliefs and same ideas about life and same values and whatever and you like following that person and it does happen to me as well and not just from now I'm just following different people that resonate with me and I think that if other people would resonate in whatever I would have to say I would be nice and I have um, my background, uh, my academic background, it's in communication and public relations. And I love this uh, fact that I can communicate and I can talk with people and, you know, understand um, their, their, their thoughts and their life and their decisions. And yeah, I love it. Um, and I love talking with people from different ages. Um, and, you know, I love talking with um, people which are older, but much older, like I'm talking about 60s, 70s, you know, because I think that's the essence of life. Like they live the life and what's important for them? What talking about regrets, you know, what um, what uh, what are your regrets uh, in life? And. I was watching actually so, some things about this topic and uh, I was reading as well. And, you know, throughout the millenniums, throughout the, the millenniums, people had the same thoughts and the same fears since forever, you know, like fear of being alone, fear of not being loved, fear of like not doing certain things. From for millenniums, I'm talking about thousands of years, same things. And someone just recently recommended me to read the, the biography of um, of, um, uh, of uh, uh, Roman Roman um, uh, how you call it um, uh, um, emperor. He didn't come in English, <laughs> Roman emperor. And I wanna I wanna study it because uh, apparently in his biography, when he was writing it during the during the the wars that they were having and everything, they the Roman emperor had the same fears as any other person. And we talk about Roman emperors that, that, that they could they would you, you they he was the emperor, you know, like the Caesar, you know. That they had the same problem like any other person in in today's life society and because i i have went from one thing to the other but what i'm trying to say is that um yeah communication for me has always been and will always be my not my strength but is my passion to understand deeper the the human being to understand 
the wines, the, you know, like probably that's why I wanted to travel so much in my life and not just being stuck in a place and take it for granted what my family, my culture, my country has said to me, this is how it is, you know. No, I wanted to go and see more. I wanted to explore for myself, to understand for myself, to read for myself, you know. And <laughs> and if I will open the YouTube channel, it's going to be literally, uh, I hope, a conversation between me and the, how you call it, the viewers, you know. The, yeah, the viewers, you call them the viewers, the audience, <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, I, I, I will not know what topic I'll, I'll, I'll handle. It will be general. Mm, Very exciting. I, yeah. yeah. And I will make sure if I will open it, because I am struggling it because of like, oh, I don't know how to do the the things like, you know, the how to do the video edit, um, how to do the video edit, how to do that, that. Um, so I think I'm putting myself... Um, um obstacles without necessity <laughs> i'm just procrastinating it <laughs> um, um but yeah i will try and um as much as i can if i really have the guts to do it um to to put something out there as a um, as an add-on to contribute mm. in okay. a way to life to society to contribute to say something worthy uh, not worthy from the point of view like I think myself I am wise and I'm the most uh, knowledgeable. Nah, no, but I'm trying to understand if my perception is correct, what other people would say. Like, and from small to small to small, you you kind of you know uh, learn more about life than just to be in your own in your own place in your own uh, shell. <laughs> thank yeah. you and really thank you Andrea for everything that you've been sharing about um so openly about your life um and you know um and it is really interesting to see the uh hear mm -hmm. the overlaps um between you and my own mum but furthermore what you're making available to people listening um for you know, what's involved in moving countries and especially with a small child. Um, so thank you very much. It's been lovely to be with you. Thank you. Thank you, Claire. You made it so easy. Uh, I was a bit anxious at the beginning, but then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be myself and just answer to the question. <laughs> but initially when you asked me, I was, you know, you asked me and I said, yes. And then I was having second thoughts and I'm like, no, I'm going with the yes that I said it initially that I can do it. <laughs> and um, so thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, you just gave me a little bit of more trust talking about your last question about the YouTube, YouTube channel to, to do it, you know, to, yeah, have that jump. Mm. What can it be? So thank you for offering me the this opportunity and um, to have this lovely, lovely evening conversation. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you very much.